0: If you're the kind of entrepreneur who has ever felt frustrated by looking at your business, expecting money to come from it, and wondered where the heck is all the money, well, this is going to be a valuable episode for you. It is totally normal to start a business, to be running Facebook ads, to run paid ads of any sort, to be launching products, to be promoting offers, and to think, well, my business is the source of my money. But If you've got any kind of experience with that frustration, you know that something's got to change because, well, you want to enjoy the money coming into your business and into your life and not think that it's supposed to come from your business specifically. So to help debunk some myths and some misconceptions about where money really comes from, I'm bringing on a special guest who is an incredible mindset and manifestation coach. Her name is Jessica Jovanovich and she is a pro at reframing beliefs and helping people shift their attitude and energy toward money and their businesses. So this episode is for you, let's dive right in. You're listening to The Universe Has Your Business. It's the podcast for coaches, course makers, consultants, and change makers who want to do more while letting the universe do the heavy lifting. And I'm your host, Andrew Donovan. Let me welcome my friend and incredible mindset and manifestation coach, Jessica Jovanovic. jessica
1: hello i'm happy to be here
0: oh i'm so glad we could have you back you know you did i think it was episode five here on my podcast and i got so much positive feedback i know we had a bunch of people join you and your social media channels i think that you said that uh you had people that were excited to work with you as a coach so great to have you here again thanks for returning
1: oh yes my pleasure and yeah i love when I love all the ways that our clients can find us, And so podcasts are one of my personal favorites. So it's good to be here.
0: Yeah. And we're also sharing the video recording of this on IGTV and YouTube. So we'll we'll have it on many platforms.
1: Hello, everyone, everywhere.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is this is a conversation that we've had just between you and me multiple times, just like on the phone, usually while I'm at the gym and you're driving to Orange Theory.
1: That's right. (laughs) That's when like the thoughts really flow either pre or post workout like pre we're working through things then post workout that's when like the thoughts are very clear <laughs> it makes for a great conversation
0: 100 percent. well and i think that this is a really important conversation to have i mean it is so normal to think that money comes from your business and we thought it would be a good idea to start the conversation just by kind of reframing our attitude toward money because a lot of times people feel like they, they want to start a business. They know that their business should produce revenue, should produce money, but they feel like they have to justify it or explain why it's okay for them to want the money to come in. So can we start with there? Is that all right?
1: Yeah, it's kind of clearing up the momentum that a lot of people have around money. I think that's such a great place to start because you're an entrepreneur, you're wanting to create and generate more income, but at the same time, you likely, or maybe you can relate to this, uh, have some sort of momentum around money that is opposite of that. That's like why you can't have more or why you shouldn't want more. And maybe it's because of your childhood, you, everybody has different stories, even though they end up being pretty similar of the way that their parents talked about money and, and usually in the form of limitation of some kind, like doesn't grow on trees or you think I am made a bunny or yeah. any of that sort of thing. So then when you get to this place where you're excited to create more income and to attract more money, there's this discord of, well, I want money, but I can't have it because the true beliefs you have around it that are stronger than the want for it is, well, it doesn't grow on trees. Where am I gonna find it? You think I'm made of money? Yeah. It's hard to come by. And so when we just look at that and say, oh, well, we have momentum around money and there's nothing wrong about that, it's just what it is, then we can empower ourselves to tell a new story and let go of those old beliefs around it.
0: Yeah, you've got to get rid of the tug of war that's going on internally.
1: Yes, yes.
0: And and fundamentally, if you don't have revenue flowing through your business, then you're going to have a problem. I mean, you can have all the desire to help all the people in the world from the most genuine space, but revenue is what allows a business to roll forward. And if there's no revenue, you're going to have a hard time keeping that business in action. And then all those positive outcomes that your business is meant to produce, well, it's just like they're going to do in way too. So, So wanting money, we both agree, is a worthy thing right it's a, it's it's worthy and beautiful to want money and then to do great things with money personal things altruistic things in the service of other things all of it
1: absolutely i mean money is neutral it's just here to support us and like you said andrew about our businesses i i coach women who they're so passionate like they can just weld with tears about the impact that they are making and wanting to make in the world something that they're passionate about so if you're a passionate entrepreneur It's your responsibility to make peace with any discord you have around money, because yes, you need that money to be flowing so you can increase your impact. But that is something great to point out, because sometimes that is the shift that people need to make them not apologetic and not afraid of or caught up in the scarcity around money. They're like, oh, this is my responsibility because it's an important part of the impact I'm wanting to create in the world.
0: Yeah. And that's totally different than justifying it. Like I hear people say, well, I want to make six figures this year, but I'm going to do good things with it. And that, but that's the indicator that they're feeling like they have to justify wanting the money rather than saying, I feel really clear in my pursuit of money. And I'm really excited about what I'm going to do with this money. And I feel great about the options that I'll have made available to me as I enjoy utilizing this money in creative and wonderful ways
1: it's always like this like honest assessment moment where the way and anybody can do this like if you're listening to this it's like am i someone that said i want to make this but i I would donate a lot or whatever there's nothing wrong with wanting to explain what you want to do but yeah what's the energy behind it is that but rooted in i can only have it if i'm gonna do something that that is going to be ranked as really noble, that that I can like justify that it's okay for money to come because then I'm not being greedy. Like that really, why that's so powerful is it'll illuminate what your limit is right there. It'll let you know like, oh, if I'm needing to add this extra sentence, then that's just data. That's information for me to look at and say, oh, Interesting. I'm going to get curious about that because what am I afraid of? What momentum have I generated that this is trying to put the band-aid over? Let's just get to the root. So we don't have to have that band-aid. Then you can just say, I'm so excited to make a lot of money and I want to donate to charity and I want to, you can be doing, have all the things you don't have to justify having anything based on what your actions are going to be with it.
0: Okay. So playing off of that, where, do, if we're, if we're agreed that it's great to have the money, where does the money come from? Because we titled this episode, money does not come from your business. So let's talk about that.
1: You know, I giggled over that title because I'm like, ooh, you. So clever. <laughs> and there's just like this one little thing to change. And it's that money comes through your business. That's like the one word. So it's not from your business, it's through.
0: And what's the and difference? I,
1: the, So the difference of this, if money can only come from your business, you're blocking yourself from a lot of ways that money can flow to you. And then you will start to get, have, and have you ever experienced this? Like the, the frustration, if you don't see the money coming in the way that you projected for your next launch, if you're not signing the amount of clients, if you're not making the sales, then you are all of a sudden, putting every desire that you have for money on these, people buying from you and that totally messes up your energy it, it puts you in this energy of chasing versus attracting because you believe that your business is mm-hmm. the only way to create money but it's not from your business it's through and when you see that it opens you up to all the ways that money can come into your life and your business will feel a hell of a lot better
0: yeah, we, we, all, we start these businesses from a space of just wanting to do so much good, wanting to pursue our passions and, and utilize what we're good at and to serve other people. And then we put all this pressure on the business when we think the business is the source of the abundance. And the, biz, the, the, the money doesn't come from, it. it's ironic, the money doesn't come from your business. It doesn't even come from your customers. And that throws people for a loop because they think, wait, my customers are the people whipping out their credit cards. How does the money not come from them? it comes through them as well, right? We say, like we, you and I, we remind ourselves, the money comes from an unlimited source. Well-being comes from an unlimited source. The business is just a conduit. The customer is just someone that the money passed through.
1: Absolutely. I like to use the language of the universe that makes it feel like a little bit more tangible, like, oh, so that's, that's where the money is coming from. Okay, then you don't have to, I mean, if you have a belief around limitations or whatever, it's a way to kind of like, expand your and wrap your mind around it a little bit. But isn't that a relief? Like this is the good news. This is a good news segment right here that money doesn't <laughs> come from your business from your customers from your clients It comes through your business. It comes through these other avenues, your biz, your money comes from the universe comes from an unlimited source. Oh, doesn't that feel so much better?
0: Easier like everyone Way take easier. a deep
1: breath on that. <laughs> what a relief.
0: Now you used this term that I really liked the other day, you said mystery money, you like tapping into mystery money. Can you explain that?
1: Sure. I mean, I like an alliteration, so I I, I guess I don't know if mystery is actually the best way, mystery magic money, like anything (laughs) to describe. Money that you did not project ahead of time, that you didn't already calculate, that surprised and delighted you. So a mystery check that arrives in the mail. I mean, it's not a mystery in the sense that like you can see who it's from, but it's unexpected, but unexpected money isn't alliteration. So, um, that's really when we, when we step back from thinking that only money can come from my business, then I get to be tapped into all the other ways that money can flow to me. And I don't know anyone who doesn't want that. I don't know anyone when they become conscious of it would choose to remain stubborn and say, no money can only flow to me only come to me in this way from my business or from whatever they've decided ahead of time from my boss from whatever it's oh no i'll be open to mystery money too money coming to me in mysterious ways absolutely
0: well when you when you plan for revenue in a certain way like a product launch or when you promote an affiliate link something like that and it works that can be really satisfying but when that mystery money comes in, when it comes from an unexpected source, that's the moment when you're just surprised and delighted. I think that's where like the fun really is.
1: It's, it's a true manifestation. I mean, honestly, anything we're creating is a manifestation, but an intentional manifestation is when we are intentionally guiding our energy. And so what's so fun about the mystery money is if you're intentionally guiding your energy to be open and receptive to money, then yeah. you can see that it's working. It's like evidence that it's working because it's coming in these ways that do surprise and delight you. And what I've seen, like, especially with my clients is eventually it becomes something where it's like, oh yeah, I'm surprised and delighted. And, it, and of course, of course it's coming this way because money is here to support me. I believe that it's always flowing to me. Like when you lock in these new beliefs, it's still like this delightful experience but you know that you've like shifted your belief around it when it's like, and of course it's here. Of course, of course it's working out. Instead of like, how is that so different from maybe the before of like, where is the money? Where can I find it? Where is it hiding? There's never enough, you know, like it's such a, such a strong contrast.
0: Now, as you've coached your clients on these on these ideas, you've seen some really cool stories come in. Can you share a couple?
1: Oh yes, yes. Okay. So we'll do them in different areas. So one, um, I have a client and this is like such a perfect example, cause she has her own business. She has her own ways of generating income and her husband also has a job and she was manifesting a certain amount of money and it, flew, it uh, flowed to her in the form of a bonus through her husband's job. And this was a very, very, very significant, large sum of money. And so that was so cool. And we talk about how, if she would have been, so like precise like oh it can only throw flow through my business that's not impossible but she would have blocked it yeah yeah there was so much resistance to it coming or i'm not ready for it yet or whatever but when she just got connected to money um someone else she had mystery like true mystery checks show up in the mail where it was like oh here you go here's some unclaimed funds she's like all right um another client it came in the form of Private clients signing with her, like increasing her client, which would be a little bit more anticipated. But she had let go of the resistance or the need to chase, and then that happened. Somebody else, people are coming to them saying, "Hey, can I buy your product? I want to purchase product from you." And she'd been like in this place of trying to sell her products from all this time. And then when she cleaned up her energy around money, then these people came. So I think that illustrates like so many different categories, so many different ways that it can flow to you when you are just connected to that allowing of money not having to be too specific on me in and of myself deciding how it's coming to me
0: you know when we when we have these these conversations it always feels like relief to me like it just feels like wow we're easing into a lot more flow and logically it seems to me like a contradiction in many ways because we hear so often from other entrepreneurial coaches, marketing experts, where they say, you've got to know your numbers, you need to track your metrics. And so I find myself, I mean, every time I launch a new product, I always reverse engineer the launch. I say, our revenue goal is $250,000. And so if the product costs $297, that means we need to have this many sales. We think that it's gonna cost us this much to get this many people registered for the webinars where we'll be selling the product. Therefore, we must spend this much on Facebook ads and we need this many people to click the links on the ads. And so then I've got this string of metrics. And I I know that that's all fun and well, that's great. And I truly believe in being strategic with my numbers, but it's this subtle emotional relationship with the numbers, with the money, with the metrics that really makes a difference. If I've... um, if I, you called it resistance and I say the word attachment and I actually think they're the same thing, just different sides of the same coin. And when we have that, that resistant or attached relationship where we're like, okay, I've got to see these numbers work out. Otherwise it's a failed launch or otherwise and we assign meaning to it. Otherwise I'm a crappy entrepreneur. Otherwise my product is a flop. Then, then all of a sudden we're just, we're holding ourselves at energetic bay from what we really want to, to manifest from the experience.
1: Well, and it's, this is such a good point because the suggestion isn't to like turn a blind eye and have no clue what your numbers are or to not set your sights on something. Like I think it's so important to say and establish like, what do you now generate monthly, um, in your life? Like what amount of money do you now want to have support you? But the, yeah, it's subtle because you can know your numbers. You can have ideas of, Okay, this feels good. This is how many people I need registered. This is conversions. This is, but when you are like backed away from that being the only way that money can flow to you, then it's like you get to let the universe orchestrate everything in your behalf. So if, if you want a 50K month and you can see that the registrations aren't statistically turning out how you think they're going to be, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You don't need to have it in a box. You can have your blinders on, your connection to the income that you're a match for, and you can see that happen. You can see that flow to you, whether it still comes through your business or through your business and in other ways as well. I, again, I don't know anybody that would be like, nope, okay, I just want you to hold off on that 50K until I figure out how to get it in this way through my numbers, the right way. Um, (laughs) Like no one, but, but are we acting that way still? Like when we put it in that conscious way, no one's going to say, oh yeah, no, block that from me. They're going to say, oh, I'll take that. But it's how are we acting? Is it congruent with that conscious desire? Or are we acting in a way that is truly like blocking away thinking that it's impossible for money to come to us any other way?
0: Yeah. What, what if you wanted a 50K k month, per your example, and you orchestrated a product launch that you thought this is a good plan to generate 50K, but I'm going to be totally open to 50K coming to me any and always. And so you go ahead and do your business for the pleasure of, or, of executing your launch. But from that heart space, you're genuinely open to just receiving. And let's say that month you only sell 10K worth of your product, but you also get 10 new private coaching clients who all buy sizable packages and it totals 50K. You're not gonna be pissed about the product launch. You'll say, wow, how cool that we met our revenue goal through these serendipitous avenues. And I learned through from my launch and like, let's see what else is possible next month. Amazing.
1: Absolutely. It keeps you in your own lane because the last thing we want is to then be putting that pressure, thinking that our money is contingent upon sales. Like that's the, that's the most self-sabotage place you can be because your clients will feel that the people that are listening will feel that they'll feel that shift. Even if your words are saying the exact right thing, they will feel that sense of like, come to me type of thing. And so having this like relaxation around the money, knowing that you are going to be supported no matter what, it allows you to stay in your power so you can serve the people you're meant to. You have that belief they are coming to you and you're not worried about it. And that keeps you in like good integrity when you are having conversations with people, which then ultimately creates the best experience for everyone involved. You don't want to actually like be in the convincing industry and like convince people to work with you. That's never going to pan out. It's
0: like, well, like a nightmare we, it's a nightmare. We, we nightmare. wrote down in our, we, we wrote down in our talking points about doing business because you enjoy it, not because you need something from it. And that for me applies across the board with whatever you might be doing in your business, like you just mentioned talking to a customer and I would much rather talk to a customer because I'm enjoying the interaction, not because I need their money from them. And, and funny enough, I mean, the more that you spend time in that enjoyment space, then, then the money can just come to you so much easier anyway.
1: Yeah. And I think it's important to know also, how many things have I said are important to know? I hope people are taking notes because I've (laughs) said that several times. (laughs) It must just be my go-to phrase. Okay. So it's important to know that it's okay to, I mean, you will likely see money flow through your business. We're not suggesting, or I'm not suggesting that it's not going to come through your business. I mean, if you have a business, make it easy to receive money, make it easy for people to pay you make that experience really, really easy, but, and you will likely see that if you have a business, but it's just nice to know that that's not the only way. So I don't want you to be discouraged. Like, oh, so I shouldn't like set my sights on that 50 K launch, 75 K launch. No, do that. Do that. And then check your energy as you're progressing through it. And one of the biggest stumbling blocks is the energy around money. When then people start thinking like, what's my ad cost? Am I going to offset it? Am I going to profit? Am I going to, and then we like, that's the spin out. That's the momentum around money that will hold you back. And so it's nice to be able to separate that and realize that, oh, what truth do I actually want to believe that this is the only way for it to work out over here or that money is always supporting me no matter what. And I'm launching at the same time. That's a, that's a, like feel into it. There's relief there, there's clarity, and it allows you to stay in that flow. Um, but really it's, I'm, I'm not saying the money's never going to come through your business. You will likely experience it there as an entrepreneur. <laughs> it's just a way to like clear up the energy.
0: How do we find ourselves in the receptive mode to where we can allow the kind of flow you've just described?
1: Ah, oh, that's a good question. Um, so a lot of the things that we talked about will bring you there a lot of the things of of that conscious realization that you don't need that client to sign with you to meet your income goal um Mm -hmm. really just separating and reminding yourself that you can be an energetic match for for a dollar amount and you can be supported by that independent of what's going on in your business or in your life that conscious realization helps you kind of get back into your own lane and then i also i I am a big fan of, I don't like diving deep and staring at our limitations because it tends to conjure up more and more and we then are trying to like make up stuff to have as a limit. But if you notice a limit, you can write it out and just question the truth of it. It's just a thought you've thought a whole bunch of times like, okay, wait, what's my belief around this? Am I willing to see this differently? Can I tell a new story? Can I um, interpret this any differently? And that will help you again consciously be able to make sense of what has been running the show subconsciously that will then give you that freedom in your business. And those things allow you to stay in the receptive mode. It's staying in that reminder, that energy of everything's working out for me. Money's flowing to me. I'm supported with money, no matter what money flowing to me is not contingent upon the quality of this launch. I don't have to work a certain amount in order for money to flow to me. Like you can kind of start breaking up with any beliefs that are limiting how money can come to you.
0: You called me out on an important belief just the the other day last week about you you identified a you noticed a a belief you thought I was operating from which was that I have to feel good in order to be in the receptive mode for money and and I think the where the where that came from is that well to be in the receptive mode in general that that looks like feeling good which shows that you're in alignment and when you're in alignment you're receiving. And I, I tied, though, that inten- intensely to my ability to receive money. And, and do you remember what you said to me? You said, I would just write the new belief that money comes to me abundantly all the time, no matter what.
1: Spick <laughs> <laughs> and span, that's a great solution.
0: <laughs> and I said, okay.
1: <laughs> Man, that was good.
0: I, would, I want to reiterate where, how we reinforce those beliefs because a belief is just a thought that you think on repeat and give a lot of energy. So if I walked around during a difficult trying period of my life and I say, oh, my gosh, I'm not feeling great. So I'm not in the receptive mode. That's why money's not coming to me. That's why this launch didn't go as planned, et cetera. I'm just reinforcing that belief. But if I do the opposite and I say, you know, my new belief is that money comes to me in abundance all the time, no matter what. And I walk around and I think thoughts that are in that direction, and I spend a significant period of time just thinking those thoughts on repeat and noticing anything and everything that looks like that. Like, oh my gosh, there was $10 in that door. Wow. Money comes to me all the time, no matter what. Or, oh my gosh, uh, an unexpected check from this client came in. Money comes to me in abundance all the time, no matter what. And I start taking score of those. That's how I reinforce that new belief I'm intending to write into my system.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, if you find yourself where you think that that's great to be on that end of it, but you find yourself in the real, like scarcity and lack, and you have a lot of associations and, and rules around how you're allowing money to flow to you, it's just so you don't have to beat yourself up over it. It's, and I think even in that conversation we were, we were having, I said, you know, if you're feeling bad, like you can just make peace with where you are, you can make peace with your feelings and also not have that, have any bearance over what you are allowed to draw to you not have that be what you are, dictate what you will allow to flow to you because they're separate. We're allowed to be humans. We're not intended to be robots. We can have our real feelings and also have that undercurrent of certainty where even if you're having a bad day, you can still have those beliefs dialed in that will allow you to be a match. You know, money, when part of why I like this conversation so much is it it's always circulating around us. And so it's really not about where do I find it? Like really, where is it hiding? It's always around us. And so when we, become receptive to it, become a match for it, it flows to us. It's been there all along. And you'll notice that just like with what you said, Andrew, where you have that intention to be open and receptive to it, you'll start noticing you can have your attention there. And I think sometimes people are too hard on themselves, like thinking, oh no, I'm hearing this conversation. Now I need to go zero to a hundred. And then it's not long lasting, or you don't see results quick enough. And it's like, no, just let this be like a gentle soothing of your vibration Mm -hmm. soothing of what how you've been operating soothing of maybe you've noticed that you've had a lot of these connections of limitations around how money can flow to you that you thought you know they got you to a certain point and they were really smart till a certain point and now you get to just break up with anything that's a limitation break up with the connections of money can only flow to me this way or i have to have this many people register in order to hit my income goal or whatever you can break up with those things but do it in a gentle soothing way because even that in and of itself will continue to put you in that direction of the momentum that you do want um, versus like kicking your butt about it or being really hard on yourself about it or being so frustrated with yourself that just pulls you in the other direction. And that's something I see a lot also with driven entrepreneurs.
0: Yeah, it's it's not a massive on-off switch like at the power station where you've got the emergency shut-off switch where you know you the the massive switch you have like use your whole body weight to yank it down and and you think yes I I got the switch flipped and now I've got money power turned on it's it's what you said it's it's a it's a it's a gentle wiggling into a gentle fine tuning process and you feel a little more flow a little more flow you know maybe a sticky week a little more flow a, a rough day a little more flow a little more flow and. And, and then you find yourself shifting your focus more and more, and the momentum starts to pick up. And, and then all of a sudden you realize that uh, you didn't need the money to come from your business the whole time because they, the current was available the entire time. Mm-hmm. You were just learning how to tap into it.
1: Absolutely. Oh, that's so beautiful. I like that picture. I can picture like the cartoon of the lever. And I bet that anybody listening, like, <laughs> yeah, the driven entrepreneur is seriously like, dang it, that's what, that was my game plan. But I will say there is power in a decision. So that's different than the on-off switch. You can decide right now that it's different. You can decide right now that your story with money changes. You can make that decision and be that version of yourself now. You don't have to wait for six months. That's that's when the momentum catches up with you. Change internally today, and it's not in this fierce, um, like grit my teeth and gonna like make it happen. It's just this internal shift. Oh, I'm deciding now. This is now what I decide. I now generate i now draw to me x amount of dollars every month um i now am open and receptive to money flowing to me in all ways and and when you set that dollar amount like do what feels good and then know that you can always incrementally adjust it i always tell my clients like you get to and we talk about like the how-to's of this but like wrapping your energy around it like what can you get your energy and your belief around with that dollar amount and that's a lot easier to do when you don't have it connected to all the how-to's And the funny thing that happens is when you're connected to it and you have your energy wrapped around it and you've made this decision that this is what is happening for me now, then you will have such intuitive guidance. You'll have this aligned action that you'll take that will naturally match you up with the path to be on to receive that money. And whether that's through your business or um, through another opportunity or through a mystery check in the mail, it puts you on the path for that.
0: Oh, so, so good. Love that. And and to all our friends tuning into this on whichever platform, what is your decision? What's your decision about your relationship with money? And what does it feel like to you? And you might journal about this a little bit today. What does it feel like to you to be more and more in that receptive mode that we've been talking about? Jessica, I love this conversation. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. It's been so fun.
1: Oh, my pleasure. Anytime. I love talking about money. I love talking about energy.
0: Oh, you're a pro. Okay. Well, friends, you can find Jessica. Uh, go to her Instagram. It's at Jessica Jovanovich. Jo, it's called Jovanovich, but you, it's spelled Jo Jovanovich. Jessica.jovanovich and you can find her on instagram she's also on facebook she's got some awesome awesome freebies that you can download to get started and uh and ways you can connect with her and she produces really really cool content too so thanks again for being with us i appreciate you so much you are welcome and if you found something valuable in this episode do me a favor hit that subscribe button and then if you're listening to the podcast on apple Podcasts, go to apple Podcasts, hit the rate and review button to give us a five-star review. Just spend 30 seconds jotting a little nugget, a little takeaway that you found in this episode in that review because the rates and the reviews, they that's what helps us get this message out to more people and continue producing content like this. So thank you for joining us and uh, excited for you to connect with Jessica. And Jessica, thanks again. Love you so much and we'll see everybody next time.
1: Bye-bye. Bye.